Welcome to the Feminine Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Amy from Amy Natalie Co., spiritual teacher, mindset coach, and speaker. I'm here to remind you how to tap into your feminine frequency to elevate your relationships, attract more money, and feel confident in your body. Each week, I'll be sharing wisdom from guest experts and guided meditations, along with my favorite spiritual mindset techniques so that you can access abundance, love, and manifest a life that is in alignment with your soul's true desires. Let's do this, sister. Frequency Podcast. I am so grateful to have you here with me today. Thank you so much for pressing play. I am going to be sharing a ray of light with you today. We have our incredible guest today, um, Melissa Bates, and I absolutely loved the energy of this conversation. I love how we even connected in the first place. I was just so drawn and attracted to her energy online on Instagram, and she really is such a ray of light, and I'm excited for you all to experience her energy. And before I introduce her, I wanted to share a little personal note today and let you guys inside um, my world and in my head and <laughs> um, let you let you understand like a little bit more about me. So um, this morning I woke up and was feeling like a little bit moody, a little bit irritated. And um, this is definitely something, I mean, this podcast is mostly for women, so it's all good, but um, definitely something that I experience mostly on a monthly basis before my cycle and have been really learning how to really honor my cycle more um, and um, support myself through this time. And I was just feeling like a little bit more emotional than I normally do. And I have been for the last few months doing, working with an energy healer, um, the practice the practitioner um, uses a technique called network spinal care. So it's kind of like a chiropractic technique, but it there's no adjustments and it's more of energetic healing. And so I just always feel like my appointment is at the perfect time. <laughs> um, and I went in this morning and I just had this like huge release. Like there was nothing wrong. There's nothing like that I need to be crying about. There's nothing like major happening. I just had this heaviness and this feeling of needing to let go and cry and, and clear stuff out. And as I was doing that, and as I allowed myself to just like release what it is that my energetic field was holding onto, I just reminded myself of what a gift it is to allow yourself to feel. Because I remember when I used to try and like hide everything, pretend that I was okay. And I wouldn't even really let myself fully cry when I was crying. I'd always try to get myself to stop or, um, you know, like try not to cry very hard. And I remember the first time it was after my divorce where I like had a lot of grief and was releasing a lot. And I remember the first time when I really gave myself permission to cry. Like I just let myself cry in my car and I didn't judge myself. I didn't worry about what other people would think. I just allowed myself to like really, really feel. And it was one of the most freeing feelings I've ever had. It was like being sad yet like 
being free at the same time or being sad and being so self-accepting in that moment and so nurturing and so loving that it was so empowering and um, just really honoring my emotions and my feelings. And I know that it took me a really long time to get there, but it's one of the healthiest things that I've learned how to do is to hold myself in my emotions when I'm there without judging them. And that's a big thing that I've been teaching my clients who struggle with anxiety, bipolar disorder, depression, um, just women who have always like stuffed their feelings down or had, you know, wanting someone else to fix it for them. You know, really when you learn how to hold yourself and your emotions, it really is the biggest gift that you can have and to trust and know that you're going to move through it. So this morning, as I was releasing and really allowing myself to cry, I recognized and reminded myself again, that this is how, like when you actually let yourself feel and when you release that pain and when you release that sadness, that you're actually creating more space for joy to come in. And it might not seem that way when you like let yourself cry and it doesn't feel great while it's happening is if you truly let yourself go there and you allow yourself to release it from your system, then it's no longer going to linger around and stay around. So having that release, like created so much openness and space for more joy to come in and I'm inviting you the next time you feel sad or you feel like you're trying to hold back your tears is really seeing if you can hold yourself in it without any judgment and give yourself permission to really feel and know that as you do that, you're clearing out anything that's blocking your joy, that's covering up your joy and know that you're creating more space for joy to come in. So that's my little share for today. And now we're going to um, drop into a really powerful conversation with Melissa. And I'll share a little intro about who Melissa is before we get started. So Melissa Bates is an intuitive channel. She supports coaches in connecting to the universe, activating their voice and manifesting their dream businesses and life by unlocking universal gifts in order to expand to higher dimensional wisdom, to move past personal karma through unlocking limiting beliefs, igniting their ability to serve and feeling the full loving support of the universe. Throughout her life, Melissa has struggled speaking her truth and shining her light on others. She felt like it, she had to play small to fit in with the people around her and just float along, um, which completely destroyed her creativity. Once she did the inner work and realized she could speak up and just be herself, it allowed her to heal and open up her universal gifts. It helped her to truly begin to expand her business, create her dream life, attract her soulmate clients, and move forward to serve in a powerful manner. And during this conversation, I want you to really listen in to, we had such a powerful conversation around how, um, the black lives matter movement has actually allowed her to use her voice and be her authentic self, even more as a black woman, as a woman of color. Um, she has really stepped into her power using her voice. And I honestly think that's what attracted me to her work and what attracted me to invite her onto this podcast in the first place. So enjoy this episode. And if you 
Um, find something in this episode that you really love, that you find valuable, please take a screenshot and share this episode on your social media, on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook stories, and go ahead and tag me at Amy Natalie Co. I absolutely love resharing with my community and I love to hear from you guys to know what it is that you're enjoying and the value that you're getting from listening to this podcast. I will see you guys on the other side. Enjoy this conversation. All right. So welcome to Miss Melissa Bates. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, girl. I am happy to be here too. <laughs> yeah. I um, Our connection was one just like where I think we stumbled across each other on Instagram and I was really instantly drawn to your energy and what you're creating. So um, I reached out and I was like, let's get you on the podcast. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I always say uh, when people just tap in and they're like, oh my God, I love your energy. I was like, y'all, I really take time to work on my energy. That's like one of my things where it's like people get their nails done and things like that. But I'm like, I'm going to my energy healer regularly to make sure that it's just all flowing. Because um, especially even just with what's going on right now, it's, it's so important to protect your energy and just be vibrant for other people around. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've really enjoyed your voice in this conversation around, you know, Black Lives Matter and in the conversation of racial injustice that's happening right now. So um, thank you for taking care of yourself so that you can show up and be that voice. I appreciate you for saying that. And I can honestly say throughout my life, um, I think not that I hid from it, but throughout my life, it was just, you know, I knew it was happening and yeah, yes, it would happen to me as well, but I just kind of continuously lived my life and just kind of went down that norm of like, this is how our world is. Um, and I think this was honestly the first time that my voice did get activated. Um, and I started just sharing my story. And after that, it just really, it opened me up to so many new avenues. And I can honestly say that my voice, I felt like my voice was already activated, but actually within the last two weeks, I felt like it just opened up so much more. Uh, just because I was able to speak my truth, I was able to speak what I went through as well as allow other people to connect with that um, and allow other people to see how they could help. And just in simple ways and not in, t in intimidating ways. Because I, I know this movement can be very, very intimidating, but at the same time, there's it's more of just like getting down to just loving each other and expanding and opening up. And that was what was really my message behind it is it's that easy. If you just put um, take the time to really infuse your heart with more love. It's not hard to um, interact with other people. We're all the same. Down to it, we're all the same. Yeah. Mm, what a beautiful message. And I can definitely relate to this, you know, overwhelm or this idea of like, what can we actually be doing right now? And especially, you know, as a white business owner, I know I'm committed not only for myself personally, but also for my community and my audience and my clients to become more educated and to be a leader in that way, to be able to give them access to resources such as yourself and other women of color who can really share with us, like what you actually need for us to support and how we can best support. So um, I love that as a starting point of us connecting to the love in our hearts, coming back to the place of oneness and humanity. And like, this is a humanitarian issue. This is not a uh, political issue. Um, it's really about a human rights issue. And 
you know, there's a lot of systems outside of like the love in our hearts, but there's also a lot of systems that if we really, really want to see a change in racism in this country, and if we really want to create equality, it's going to require some of the bigger systems to change. And I think that might be where a lot of like the overwhelm or maybe the powerlessness can come from where people are like, okay, well, like a lot has to change. And one of the messages that I've been hearing and I think feels so true and so good is that like, this isn't going to change overnight. And this isn't just a you know, there's an awakening because there's been a global awakening around something that's been here for centuries. Um, But that, you know, this is going to be a lifelong commitment on both ends. And, you know, now that we can start to commit to that and to see what, what does that mean to be supporting humanity in this way, in this new way and taking a stand for something. Cause I know for myself, similar to you, like I've never really spoke out on issues like this. I've never felt comfortable or never felt like I had enough, um, enough to say. And I think that's also part of the problem is people being afraid of not knowing what to say. Or saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, I know when I first started the whole, when I saw the whole, um, I muted thing, my first reaction was like, I don't want you guys to meet yourself. I want you to speak up. But then I also acknowledge that, okay, maybe you're not ready to speak up because you're not sure of how to do it. Um, so the beauty of like taking the time to really educate yourself and, and then feel comfortable to speak up. That was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful watching. It was beautiful just seeing, especially within the coaching industry. Um, cause I'm not going to lie. I am a hundred percent not going to lie. I'm very real. Um, I have been in this coaching industry for, um, since 2015. So when I would see all these summits that were just like very neutral, it was just like one tone. I literally would look at it and be like, wow, I see no one that looks like me. And it didn't frustrate me to the point where I was just like, this needs to change. It was just like, okay, this is what's happening. But now I get to go make a summit and create so much like color within it. Um, So I actually made one last year. And one of my um, coach friends, she, she looked at it and she's like, I, freaking love you. She's like, this is the most, the most beautiful summit that I've seen because it's just from, I just pulled from everywhere. And it wasn't like the thing with me though, it wasn't like, I need this race. I need this race. I need this race. It was more of like, Oh, how can you serve my audience? Oh, how can you serve my audience? Oh, how can you serve my audience? And this is just naturally what I came up with. Um, and that was the beauty of it because it's like, and I get it sometimes within our world, it's so easy just to stay in our comfort zone. Um, so for me, seeing this, this movement as well as seeing how it has impacted the coaching industry was like just literally music to my heart, music, music, music to my heart in so many ways. Um, and I also feel like we are in the point of a whole complete global shift. So see with the age of Aquarius coming in, and that's all about humanitarianism. So it's like, I felt like the universe was like, well, we need to clean out some stuff, y'all. So let's just tear it up. Let's Mm -hmm. tear it up. Let's get you guys back to loving each other. Let's stick you with your loved ones and figure out how to love each other again, as well as you guys are really frustrated with your lives and you're always worried about time and not being able to do what you love. So, well, there's time for you. So I think there's so many different layers of what's going on right now, um, but how it's just all coming to the surface. And Obviously, so many people have lost their lives during this time, and that's not okay. And it's very, very unfortunate. Um, but I never thought to, I just, I look back to like um, 
2019 and everyone's like, 2020 is going to be my year. Yeah. Um, and then 2020 came and it was like, whoa. <laughs> but I'm like, no, 2020 can still be your year. There's, there's nothing wrong where it can't be your year. And I honestly feel like 2020 has been my year because I've grown so much within this. Um, I've grown so much. So it's even down to like, if we take a minute to think like, if this never happened, where would we be at right now? Um, and it just gets down to that gratitude of like, maybe as human beings on this earth, we couldn't do it. So our, the outside sources of our universal system was just like, all right, well, we're going to step in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I was talking to, um, Samantha Skelly, who's another guest of mine. And she was like, I don't know if, you know, I would have made these changes if the universe wasn't like, here you go. Like you don't have a choice. And I think for many of us that that is the case. And I think you articulated that so beautifully because one of the things that you shared earlier is just that we, we get so used to how things are and whether it's that you're unhappy in a relationship or whether you're being treated unfairly or whether you um, are in a job that you don't like or your health is not in a place where you want it to be, it becomes the new norm, yet it doesn't have to be that way. And so I feel like we kind of have to get to these places where things get really bad or where there's this huge wake-up call because if it's not painful enough and if it just becomes your new norm, we often don't change as humans. True, 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 true. It's, um, it's so easy just to get into that same routine and just push it aside. Um, there are so many females that I work with and they're just like, well, I just have no time to do it. I'm like, yes, you do have time. You do have time. If you want it, you have time, my love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but so that, it's true. It's just people have to get really like to the point where it's like just punching them in the face um, to change things. But hopefully our, our society is moving in a very, very different um direction after this. I feel like there's so many people that have come even working with the online space so much more um, that it's just, as the years go on, it, it's going to be very interesting to see how it all pans out. And just speaking on like more of a universal level, um, one of my like sole purposes in this world, which I've been told by uh, multiple different people, soul contract readers, healers, everything is like, to help people transition into the age of Aquarius. Um, so that's why I feel like even my healer told me, she's like, you have a very overactive heart chakra. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is why I'm here. <laughs> to send more love into the world so people can expand into that humanitarian age. Um, and even down to the point where she told me that um, I'm supposed to have two kids in my life. And both of those two kids are supposed to help lead people into the age of Aquarius as well. Um, so that's why I knew even, and I will tell you when all this started happening, I, I went into my shell and then I was like, I was like, Mel, you got to get out of your shell, girl. You got to get out. And then it kind of clicked. It was like, this is, this is a, one of your purposes on this life is to open up and expand people. Um, and I really think that having that knowledge behind me helped me actually activate my voice even more. Um, and it's just learning yourself more beyond just like the surface level. Um, because I feel like there's so many things that are on like the more spiritual level that really can help you evolve. And I, I definitely know that it's not for everyone and I'm not here to force anyone into it. Um, but I wasn't spiritual. I wasn't a spiritual coach prior to, to 2020. 
um, and my whole, not my whole audience, but a lot of my audience were feeling the same thing. And it's crazy because the moment that I spoke out of being spiritual, so many other people were able to elevate themselves into it and just be like, I felt it for so long, but I was just so nervous to do it. Um, so it's like, you never know who you can activate by just being yourself. Um, and opening up. That was a tangent, but I'm pretty good at those. Oh, we're, we're, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for everything you just said. So you can go on as many tangents as you want here. Um, yeah, I think that right now being in the age of Aquarius, and for those of you who haven't listened to my earlier podcast episodes from the beginning, we've been talking a lot about, you know, this is the time of the feminine rising as well. Age of Aquarius is, you know, the astrological term. And when we talk about the feminine rising, and I love that you are both like a spiritual, you're an intuitive business coach, because I believe that right now, many women are being asked to rise and share their gifts. And I believe that women have such a beautiful power to be a healing force in the planet to come from their heart center. And also like, there's a huge shift happening where shift happening right now, where, you know, not everyone a lot of people are looking for guidance on that right now because it's yeah. a huge shift and we're, we're used to, you know, men making all the money, men being successful and women really hiding their gifts. So I'd love to hear a little bit more from you about, you know, these limiting beliefs that hold women back from shining their light and, and sharing their gifts. Um, so <laughs> there's, there's many different things to it. Uh, but one of the biggest things I feel like within, even from my story, it was like, as a woman, we always have to do everything to the point where we shouldn't even ask for help. And if we ask for help, we're seen as weak. So I think that's a really, really big one. Um, because I feel like when you are in that transition, um, people need help. You need guidance. You need someone to help uh, take you to that next level. Um, so we've, even within my expansion, within my business, I was, I was raised by a single mom. So it's like, I saw her working so hard and I saw her um, just really not taking help from anyone. And that's how I felt that I had to live my life. So I actually made it harder than it was because I could have simply asked for help. I could have simply went out and seeked help as well. Um, so I think the one of the biggest limiting factors within the female realm is just like, you can ask for help and it's okay. You don't have to do it all for yourself. Um, you don't have to move through these crazy um, like past elements that are just like lingering on you. Um, you can get help for that. It's okay if your mental health is not, uh, you know, at the, at the maximum point that it can be. It's okay to show that side of you. It's okay to um, not even look weak, but it's okay to just not be all okay, I think. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things of like moving past that belief where you really just have to feel like you have to do it all on your own and seek. And I also feel like within our feminine society, it's so easy to feel like, oh, well, she's against me. She's not supporting me. But it's like when you really dig deep into it, you're going to find the females that are just like, girl, I will rise you up all the way to this moon. Um, but it's like you have to also create that space for yourself. So if it's like if you're in an environment that is not allowing you to grow, then it's also becoming aware and bringing that clarity. Um, and I think another thing with when it comes to limiting yourself is really being real with yourself, being real with yourself and opening your eyes and actually like um, 
taking a step back out of your body and just looking over your life. Because I feel like also sometimes going back to getting so comfortable and just being like, well, this is okay. This is all I can do. It's like, no, get real with yourself. You can do whatever the heck you want. Um, so I think that is another limiting thing where it's like, well, my mom was this. So I'm this, I'm going to live the same life as my mom, my family, they have bridged my, um, my gap, uh, or they have bridged, bridged, kind of created that bridge where I can't go beyond that. Um, and I will, I will tell you within my family, it was that the women in my family weren't very successful. Uh, my mom went to college and everything and she worked very hard and sometimes she would go up and down, but that's also another story. Cause I had a curse on my family that I just removed another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but I myself, and I have one older sister and I told myself, I'm going to be the change in my family to know that no matter what age you are right now, you can still continuously bring wealth. You can continuously serve from your heart. You can continuously do whatever the heck you want in this world. And I knew that, that I had to be that change. And I did step up and to be that change. Um, and even my sister that's older than me, she still thanks me to this day. She's like, thank you. Thank you for opening that up and expanding it so that I can see more of what I could do. Because she was living in that victim mentality. She was living in the woe me. This is all I have. Look at, look, at, look at our ancestors. Look at our life. This is all we have. But it's like, no, 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 honey. We have the moon. We have the sun. We have the stars. We have the trees. Girl, we have it all. Um, and I'm going to show you that right now. But I will also tell you one more thing. I limited myself so much in my life because I never wanted to be more successful more successful than my sister. So that's other things that you can think about. There might be people that you do not want to surpass. Maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your husband. Um, and it's like taking that into awareness as well. And that was literally holding me. And then I said, which one day someone called me out about it. They're like, well, what's really holding you back? And I was like, I don't, I literally broke down crying. I was like, I don't want to be more successful than my sister. And then she's like, but wait, what if you were more successful than your sister and you could show her how to evolve? And I was like, damn, that's good. <laughs> and then from that day, I was like, all right, let's do it. And mm. I did it. Yeah. So that was, that was a lot of that. And <laughs> straight, straight up light worker. I love it. Yeah. And that's, re that's really what I believe that there are, I believe that everyone has a purpose here and everyone's purpose is unique yes. to themselves. And I believe that right now there's a lot of light workers here who are here to wake the world up, to wake other people up to what's possible. And that doesn't mean that they're better than or more ahead of anyone else. It's simply that's the role that they're here to, to make and, or to be and what they're here to do and what we're here to do, I believe for sure in the work that we're doing is light work. It's, it's work to support other women, to see their value, to see their worth, to see what's possible for them to um, know what they're capable of. Because when we grow up in these environments, like you said, where we just believe that things are the way that they are because of based of what we've seen around us consciously or subconsciously, that becomes what we believe is possible for us. And until someone else shows you differently and shows you an expansion of what's possible, then it's, it's very hard to get out of that. And I just wanted to recap a couple of the limitations that you shared. So one of them was about, you know, not wanting to ask for help, seeing that as a weakness. I think, yes, women have been um, 
trained to have to be strong, have to do it all, um, have to do it all on their own when really that's not how we're designed as humans. We're designed to be in community and to support one another. And it's also such a gift to let other people support you. Like I want women to think about like, what does it feel like when your friends or when your family allows you to support them? Like it feels incredible. It feels feels so good in your heart. And by not allowing other people to support you, you're blocking them. You're not giving them that same gift to be able to support you. So that's a big one. And I see you smiling real yeah. big on here. So she's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. like, yes. <laughs> um, another one that you said is not wanting to outshine. So not wanting to, um, you know, this, this weird, thing that the ego does that says, oh, well, if I am more wealthy or if I am more successful or if I, you know, create a different life than what my family, my parents, my sister, my brother create, then that means that they're going to feel left behind. So because you're so caring and loving, because as women, we are super caring and loving, it comes from that place. Yeah. It's not actually serving the people that you love the most to hold them small like that. And the last one that I wanted to add as you were talking, and this one I think comes up a lot is women believing that there's no room for them, believing that there's like everyone else is already doing what I want to do, or there's already enough people talking about this. Well, like imagine if you had just said, well, there's already enough black women talking about their experience with racism, or there's already enough spiritual teachers. So why would I share about spirituality in my business? And then if you hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have found you likely. (laughs) You wouldn't be here on the podcast. People who are listening to this would not be hearing this and um, you would have still stayed stuck in your shell. And yeah, I think that was so beautiful for you to share that even though you've done all this work and you have all the tools that you still found yourself in the the shell, but you chose to not stay there. A hundred percent. And I even think just going back to how you were saying that um, there are so many people doing, there are so many people doing the exact thing I'm doing. There's so many people doing the exact thing you're doing. But the thing is, everyone is connected to different people. And maybe someone else was shining their light on it, but you just could not connect to them. But someone found me and they're like, girl, I just love the way that you are saying it. I can really, really connect with it. It's so easy to digest it when you say it. And that's the thing. There are always people for everyone. If you're a coach, if you're owning a business, if you're owning your product, anything like that. Um, And that's the beauty. I actually, I saw this post this morning and it was just like, what makes your signature offer different than someone else's signature offer? And I literally was like, me, that's what makes it different because I am authentic with my truth and me. Um, but it was just like, once you get, and let me tell you about six months ago, I would not have answered that question. I would have been like, well, what is different? What, what, what am I bringing to the table? But you just, once you get so, and I, I, will, I will also say that this is really because I've been so universally connected that I've been able to learn about myself more and grow and expand. But once you get so confident in your message and activating your voice and, and finding your worth in your voice, um, that is when you just have no shame in your business. You have sh- no shame with your message. And you just literally, not that you're putting yourself on a pedestal, but you elevate yourself so people can actually hear you. Because sometimes, and I, I will say this with my message, it was very it was very muted because I was in, I was living in a box. I was like, well, I have to be like this business coach and I have to be like this coach and what is she doing? And okay, let me do this. But it it did not light my soul up. And it, 
what it kind of made me do was I, I started to feel depressed in my business because I was like, there's something missing that I just can't put my hand on. And lo and behold, it was just me. And it's just you. The best thing, the most unique thing that you will bring anything that you do in your life is you. And mm. I always say that. Yeah. That's <laughs> That one. Yeah. Yeah. No one has your voice. No one has your mind. No one thinks the same exact way that you do. And really so true that the people who are going to be magnetized to you are going to be the people who relate to your, the way that you articulate, the way that you express, the way that you are. And there's more than enough people and, and they're waiting for you. So if you haven't, haven't dipped your toe in, if you haven't taken the leap, like these people are waiting for you. And that's the other thing that I think comes up a lot is we get so caught up in our own shit that we miss the big picture of what's really happening. And I think that's one of the biggest shifts that can happen for anyone on their personal development journey is going from me to we. So going from the small self to the big picture of like, this isn't just about you. This is not just about me. This is not just about you. We're actually here for a reason and a greater reason that there's women that we're here meant to, that we're meant to serve and those women are meant to serve in certain ways. So I just think that when we can zoom out and when we're in our shit and like that's my favorite thing to do is when I'm in my shit is to be in service. Like when I'm coaching, yeah. when I'm on this podcast, when I'm doing something that is contributing in some way, that's when I'm lit up. That's when I'm on purpose and my stuff not that it doesn't matter because it does matter, but it, it doesn't take over in the way that it would have in the past. So I wanted to ask you, you said that one of the biggest shifts for you has been about like tapping into to the universe or being connected Girl, to the universe. So let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Every day I think my universe, I think my use for my universe for just pinging me and being like, Girl, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Oh, okay. So tapping in first, I will say the biggest thing, the biggest shift that I have been able to make with being connected to the universe is just literally feeling so supported on every single level. Like in the beginning of my business, I would always worry for clients. I would always worry for money. I was, I was always worried, 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 stressed out. But once I kind of made that universal shift, I was just like, I'm in service, y'all. The universe is going to bring me who I need to serve. I'm good. I'm not going to stress about clients because I know they're coming. Um, the universe already knows who I need to serve. I'm already connected to I who who I'm already connected to who I need to serve. Um, so I have no doubt about it that my business is going to be successful. So I think the biggest thing with connecting to the universe and being a full service is just knowing that I am supported on crazy levels. And I will say that in the, towards the end of 2019, I was still having like, um, I was making money, but it wasn't to a point where I was just like comfortable and things like that. It was like, I was still struggling. So the moment I started to tap into the universe, the universe just started to supply me with abundance. And sometimes it wasn't even from clients, but it would just be like, oh, well, here's extra money that I didn't even know that was coming to me. Um, someone's sending you a gift. Why are you sending me a gift? I don't really know you. But it was just like the universe was putting me in front of these people that I was supposed to connect with, or the universe was funding me so that I can grow more within my spiritual space so that I could be a better service. So that's what I think it was as well, is that when I wasn't making that uh, stable money within my business, the universe was supplying me with extra money um, to really dive deeper into myself and do that self-healing. Um, and I also, even tapping into manifestation, sometimes I know a lot of people feel like manifestation is so hard, but it's not when you're in service. 
Um, and the universe will supply you with whatever you want when you're in service. Um, and for me, tapping deeper into the universe gave me the ability to support my clients even deeper, the people, the individuals in my life even deeper, especially as being a channel. Um, and even just, I will say, I don't even know. I, well, I do know, but <laughs> it's just like, if I could compare even just like six months ago to where I am now, I am just so happy with my life. I'm in the same place that I lived in the place where I was so frustrated with my life. But now I'm so happy with my life. I look around, I'm like, damn, I love my room. I love my window. Oh, this is a good day. And before I was like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. Oh my God, I'm so frustrated. Um, but when I connect to the universe, and like you said before, I went outside of me and I started thinking about more of the universe, what's going on outside of me not what's just within my immediate present. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing is mm -hmm. because I also got to get back to that love. And it's just, it's not all about yourself because I remember when I would make my programs, I would be like, okay, let me make the price. How much will I bring in? Good. And now when I make my programs, I'm like, who can I serve? Uh, what do they need? And yes, I set a price, but it's not that I focus on that because I obviously know y'all I'm in service. People are coming. People are going to pay the money's going to be in my bank. I'm good. I don't have to worry. Um, so I think it just really, really gave me the ability to um, show up for people as I showed up for myself. Because also the biggest thing with me tapping into the universe was healing so much of my past that I just buried down. And I was like, I'm good. I don't need to go there. But because I was good and I didn't need, I didn't need to go there, I suffered. I suffered in my life because I was too stubborn to admit that I had a lot of things that were still haunting me. Um, so I think the biggest shift with anyone I think that connects to the universe is that inner work. Um, and if, even if you, you, know, you don't decide to tap into your intuitive gifts, but even just being connected to the universe, you're going to do that inner work. And that inner work is going to freaking change your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's such a powerful reminder of, you know, that we, we have to remove and we have to m move through and work through and continue to, because there's so many layers of whether it's trauma or challenges that we just haven't processed because those are blocking the light They're They're standing in the way. They're not allowing you to tap into, to have this clear channel. That's always coming to you. There's always love coming to you through the universe. That's the that that's the nature of God and the universe. And it's the nature of spirituality that we always have access to this channel of love. The thing that we get to look at is if we don't feel in alignment, if we don't feel like we're in our best self is like, what's standing in the way, what's blocking it. It's not that it's not there. It's the same thing. I love this. I remember hearing this and I mean, I guess it sounds cheesy, but um, I love it anyways. Um, and I think that it is helpful is especially when I used to experience a lot of depression was like this idea that the sun is always there. So whether it's cloudy, whether it's rainy, like the sun is always there. And like, it's just about allowing the storm to pass or to really feel what you're actually feeling so that you can get through to the other side. And Honestly, I think the biggest breakthroughs come, af come after the biggest breakdowns. I've experienced it so many times in my life. And so that's a big piece of trust. I think that's what, at least for me, helps me to move through some of the, the most challenging things in my life faster is because I, even though when you're in it, it feels like it's never going to, to end. It's like having this greater belief that like, if this is what's happening right now, it's meant to be happening right now. And there's something 
really big on the other side. And this is part of the metamorphosis and the transformation that's meant to be happening. And for me, that was before COVID. It was like, I was in my stuff at the beginning of COVID. I had people being like, oh, my husband lost his job. I can't pay for this. I can't pay for this. And I was like, oh shit, like, is my business just going to crumble right now? Like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, oh, the universe is creating space for something new to come through. Like yeah. this is, this is designed for me. This is what's meant to be happening right now. And as soon as I could relax into that, even though, like you said, the situation didn't change, but my perspective on it changed that completely shifted things. So I'm hearing from you that a few things both was like the environment shift of what's happening in the world was something that opened up a portal so that you can access your voice. Like that was a big, that was part of it. So yeah. an environment shift of some sort, um, the the experience of healing some of your trauma, healing some of your own wounds so that you can access more light was another piece. And um, focusing on being in service instead of focusing on what can I get. So really in summary, it's like, what can I give instead of what can I get? And exactly. in the giving, things come around. And for people who feel stuck right now, who are like, well, I don't even know what I, I'm here to do. I don't even know how I can be in service. I would say there's a couple things that I want to add to that is the first is really focusing on shifting from all the things that are going wrong because your mind has a negative yeah. bias and it's going to look for all these things to keep you safe, um, to make sure that you don't get in harm. So it's going to look for all of these things, but if you can shift into a simple gratitude practice and get into the frequency of gratitude, that's the smallest little shift that you yeah. can make each day. And then from there, you're going to get clues and you're going to access, okay, how am I meant to be in service today in this moment? It might change from, from day to day, from moment to moment, how you're meant to be in service, but at least shifting into the gratitude is really opening to the universe to be like, Hey, I see you. Like things are actually good. Um, and one of the other things that I wanted to highlight that you said, and, and that came up while you were talking is, um, I, I don't know exactly how you said it, but what I heard was like expecting that things are going to work out. So when we yeah. have this just expectation and not in a way of entitlement or like, um, you know, everything works out for me all the time. I'm just like the shit, like not from an ego place, yeah. but just like this space of space of trust and faith and like this belief that like, yeah, everything, everything works out for me. And when we can come from that place, there's so much less grasping and attachment. Yeah. yeah. It's a game changer. Um, and also what I would like to add to kind of the, the steps that you took to tap into your like intuitiveness or your gifts and things like that. It's also tap into your heart. This is one of the things that also changed my life that I heard from uh, one of my mentors, Amanda Merritt. I was at a conference and she literally just had us in meditation and she just had us put our hands over our heart. And she was just like, if you serve from your heart, what would you be doing? And that moment I was just like, wow, that's so good. So even not even the necessary of like, how do I serve? It's like, even if you just tap in your heart and just be like, what should I be doing today to move forward? Um, tapping into your heart. If you are in business, if you are a coach, what do, what does my audience need to hear today? Cause I even do that daily. Either I'll just, if I'm getting on my Insta stories, I just, I tap into my heart because sometimes we might think what our audience needs to hear, but a lot of the times um, they need to hear something else. And sometimes your heart expansion can just really help you make your, make your message that more powerful. Um, even tapping into your soul, 
a big thing for me with my voice when it wasn't activated, it was because my soul wanted to talk and I wasn't allowing my soul to talk. Um, so you can, you can bring your soul into your body just like as if you're like combing your hair down, you can bring your soul in. And sometimes um, on Insta posts, I'll just be like, all right, soul, what do you want to say today? What do you want to say to my audience? And I just let my soul talk. Um, and <laughs> even the days when I'll ask my soul if it wants to talk, I, I get a lot of energy through my throat and I'll just start burping. And I'm like, all right, soul, you're here with me. Let's do it. Um, but you have access to so much additional information, especially when you're more connected to the universe um, and yourself. So that's why it's like you're never alone. You're never lost for ideas because you always have um, someone there for you beyond if, you're ha if you have a coach as well. And then even to go further, I know a lot of people are more connected with angel numbers. And you will notice the more that you see angel numbers, even the days where you're like not doing that well, you will get an angel number that'll be like, hold on, you're on the right path. So it's they are guiding you continuously when you're opening up your mind to it. They're 100% there supporting you. Um, and that's the beauty. It's just that, that underlying support that, yes, your friends, your family, your loved ones can give you. But when you can tap into that universal support, it creates that, like, I'm good. Everything's going to happen for a reason. Everything's going to work out for a reason. Um, and it, it just created so much calm in my life when there was such a storm <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Recently I've been, um, you know, the prayer that I've been saying is, you know, um, please allow creativity to move through me or please share with me the words that need to be heard. And it, it's not, you said, um, you know, that you have so much more access. It's infinite. It is infinite yeah. creativity, infinite access. I think I had a friend who was like, how do you put out so much content? And I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's from the space of being tapped in and I'm not always tapped in. So we'll, we'll be, you know, be, just be really transparent and clear that, you know, I too get to come back to the foundations of gratitude and come back to the space of, Oh, well, I'm not feeling super connected right now. Where am I out of alignment? What's not feeling good for me and how can I really prioritize? Because that is my number one priority. And I know that you talk a lot about like, getting into universal alignment and running your business or like running your life from that space of like being in that universal alignment. And one of the things that you just shared also was like, um, you know, the signs come even when you're like in your shit. And that was yeah. the morning. I was like, <laughs> I went to go get a matcha. Cause I was like, I was feeling really overwhelmed. And I was like, I'm just going to go get a matcha and I'm going to sit down and just like, get back into my zone. And, uh, the, the table number that I was given was number 11. And I was like, that literally, it was all I needed to be like, Oh yeah, things are going to turn around today. <laughs> so, so funny. I was like, Oh yeah. Thank you. Like, thanks for the reminder that everything's actually not falling apart. Like it's all going to be okay. Um, yes, I seriously, I'm so there with you with numbers, just like that simple thing can like literally change your day. Um, and it was funny because there's one day that I went to the store and I, I didn't want, I wasn't buying any chicken. I didn't want any chicken, but something was like, Oh, look for chicken. And I was like, well, I'll go look at the chicken. And then I was like, eight, eight, eight. Oh, I see you guys. I see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys coming down. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just, um, it's night and day. Uh, even I'm totally open and transparent, but, um, yesterday I even 
<laughs> I got on my floor and I like bowed to the universe. And I just said, thank you for this, everything that the universe has done for me. Um, because I take care of my mom full time too. She suffers from a brain injury. Um, and it was, it was a struggle. It was definitely a struggle in the beginning. Um, but even with the additional universal support, Things have gotten so much better. She's doing so much better. And being in alignment, I've had um, energy healers come to me that have that I've started that my mom has started working with. Um, energy healers that my aunt's gonna start working with, that my aunt has gone through some things. So it's like just by me opening up to the universe, I am expanding their health, their their even one of my aunts, she wants to start another business. And I was just like, I was like, yes go for it, do it. I got you. Um, and to go back to it. So we, we've had a curse on our family for like years and years and years from my great grandma, because <clears throat> she was a native American medicine woman, voodoo, and her mom ended up leaving her. So she got really angry and she put a curse on my, my grandma. Um, so probably within the last month, we finally got that off by energy healer. And I can even tell you that since that, my life has just even just like quantum leaped as well because of that. So even expanding within the universe, when you dive deeper into the tools that the universe offers through other humans, sometimes you have ancestral like blocks that, you, that are not even yours that are limiting you and your success. Um, so that's why I feel like even taking the time to extend into what the universe can offer is so powerful. Um, because sometimes maybe there's, there's different DNA that's turned off. Like right now I'm setting to be, um, uh, speak light language and a quantum healer. So sometimes you have DNA that's like just not turned on yet and it's dormant in your body. Um, abundance codes, success, success codes and things like that. Um, so this, as you open up to the universe, you have these expansion of tools, not only to serve other people, but to serve yourself, the people around you. Um, and then I, I was listening to one female the other day and she was just so frustrated with her surroundings. And I was like, girl, I was like, you need to focus on you because the more you focus on you, the, your, your people around you will expand. And then, you know, if they're not at a level where they're expanding, then it's time to remove yourself from that situation. But the best thing to do is just focus on you and get down to it. Mm, yeah. So powerful. Thank you for, I felt like that was like a really clear transmission of what everyone needed to hear today. So thank you for opening to that and sharing that oh, yeah. with us. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm feeling really connected in this moment and just very clear as to why I was guided to invite you to be here with me today. So um, thank you. And for those of you who have not um, met Melissa yet or checked out her Instagram, she's got a lot of beautiful rainbows yeah. and beautiful energy <laughs> over there. She's like blowing it up. I love it. So uh, definitely make sure to check out her Instagram. We'll make sure to link that. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience? Anything, any ways that they can connect with you? Um, yes, you can definitely connect with me on Instagram. And I would just say y'all, the world is literally like you have so much space to do whatever the heck you want. Um, just continuously grow, continuously believe in yourself and Find a community that is doing the same thing to help you just evolve and just move forward um, and know you're worth it. Deep down, know you're freaking worth whatever the heck you want. And, and that's it. That's all I got to say, y'all. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll, we'll mic drop there. We had a lot of mic drops yeah. today. So we'll, we'll, we'll make that the final mic drop today. <laughs> uh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank and I look for forward to me. continuing this connection and growing and evolving together. 
Thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> And that is a wrap for our episode today with Melissa Bates. If you guys enjoyed our conversation, make sure to head on over to her Instagram to check out her work and get more of her magic there. And if you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to iTunes. If you've never left a review for any podcast, I'm inviting you to do it. This is one of my favorite things to do as a listener for podcasts is to support the podcast hosts and all the energy and love that they put in to providing free value. Um, I love leaving reviews and sharing my love with them. So if you've never left a review for any podcast, not just mine, but any of the ones that you love to listen to, um, make sure to take some time. It only takes a few minutes to head on over to iTunes to leave a rating and a review, share what you love about the podcast, share what you appreciate, share what you found valuable. And I know I absolutely love to hear from you and it also supports me in um, giving access to more women around the world to plug in and tune in to this podcast. So I am also just going to drop a little hint here for anyone who's listening all the way to the end. I have a really exciting surprise that I'm going to be sharing with you all next week. So make sure to tune in on Monday and we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.